Welcome in to your favorite podcast in the world. It's the That Being Said Podcast with your boys, Sammy. And me, George. And we're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sond Hub. How you doing today, Sam? Doing well. How about yourself? Fantastic. So, today was a wild one. We have this podcast right now that you're about to listen to that is going to have the NFL picks this weekend for the NFC-AFC Championship game. Or you're listening to a mix of an MLB podcast. Episode two of our bonus episodes about Jose Altuve and the scandal. Right. And then we go on and talk about Aaron Hernandez, uh, Kill Inside, the documentary about Aaron Hernandez on Netflix. So if you're listening to the main pod, which is episode 598, you're going to be getting all three of those. Otherwise, go to the That Being Said podcast feed. We'll have a bonus episode number two about Aaron Hernandez. Uh, sorry, bonus episode number two about Jose Altuve and the MLB. We'll have bonus episode number three about Aaron Hernandez. Um, so you're either listening right now to the full podcast or the Jose Altuve podcast. Um, we appreciate all your support. I don't want to say too much because this, this will get confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of content in one day. But you know what, guys? We really appreciate all the content uh, that you guys consume from us. Oh, I was about to say. They're not making content. <laughs> much love. This is brought to you by Sant Sports. Go to SONTSports.com. And for those that are wondering what Sant stands for, George... What's that? Sports on tap. And this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Enjoy the pod. NFL weekend. AFC, NFC championship, George. Uh, Finally, football all on a Sunday again. Yeah. A little um, different. Yeah, actually, this is going to be the first Saturday with no football on any level since August, I believe. That's pretty crazy. I just thought about that now. First weekend of football with no – first weekend since August with no football on a Saturday. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, um, it's different. Uh, I actually don't mind it that much. Um, But it's different. Absolutely. It's going to be fun uh, Sunday, though. I think we just get right into the games. Yeah, they did the a different type of timing again, the 12-3, and 3, which I, I understand now when you talk about the East Coast. So it's still starting at 640 on the East Coast, the second game. Is it So at 12 and 340? Yeah. Okay. Um, it makes sense to me now. I didn't understand it that much at some points, but now I get why. Uh, especially you look at games where they're just ending way too late sometimes. I mean, you talk about... Just quick note on the national championship. Like I know NFL doesn't last that long, but <laughs> the four hours and fifteen minutes is a little too long for football. You know, you started that national championship game more like five twenty, not even a five, which right. is eight twenty on the East Coast. And where were they? The, is New Orleans East Coast time or Central time? I was. I'm not sure, but either way, that's either eight forty or nine forty. I mean, yeah, eight twenty or nine twenty. Yeah, which means it's going to no, one no, or no, two no, in the no. morning. Eight twenty or seven twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but still, yeah, no, it's still going really fucking late. Yeah, it's way too late. I mean, it's, it was too late for Pacific time people. Yeah, it was ending at nine fifteen. That was still a little too late for me. That's the time I'm ready to like turn off the games. And, right? No, absolutely. And relax. So, and then, but they're, they're lucky the game was in New Orleans. At least anyone who went to the game doesn't matter what time it ends. There's gonna be a party out there. That's true. It's uh yeah, it's not like it's in the middle of uh, I don't know. Omaha. Oh, let's use Omaha. Uh, yeah, I know. Poor people from Omaha. I mean, it's I, not, I, not a bad thing. I'm just saying the bars aren't open till five at Omaha. No, they they're are they are not open till five at Omaha. That's a good point. Uh, all right, let's start with Titans and Chiefs. I'm gonna let me say something about both these games. I have a strong gut feeling 
about both the underdogs, but I also my mind is telling me something different. This is one of the more uh, Boys R. Kelly saying my mind is telling me yes, but my or my body's telling me yes. yes my, no, my body. I don't know. My mind is telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. Yeah, I, I mean, now that you look back at it, it's that's, actually that's like really fucked bad. Up. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be like R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying my gut has the feeling of both underdogs. My mind's telling me something completely different. And when you, and I know a lot of people might say like, oh, that's a cop out answer, which is. Yeah, I understand that you can use that answer for anything, but there's most years. I'm just going to say in all honesty, most years I feel pretty confident about my pick. Like when I say, oh, the Patriots are going to win. That's right. pretty confident. Last year I thought the Rams were going to win. I know they probably shouldn't have, yeah. you know, but I felt like last year picking, if you pick the Rams or Saints, everybody kind of had more of a clear cut. This year's kind of, um, there's weird, weird storylines with the underdog and the Titans uh, but still not that experienced of a chief team. And then you have the Packers, which is Aaron Rodgers, who's the underdog against a not experienced San Francisco team, right. who is probably a much better roster. And so it's like, I and feel like there's no clear cut answer. Even that, though Vegas thinks there are by putting them both at like, what, seven, seven and a half. But I agree with you because it doesn't, it, the storylines make it feel like it's not clear cut. This is my point. Yeah. You have the, in the Packers have been a very underappreciated team to make right. the NFC championship. And you have the Titans, who are nine and seven now, beating Baltimore, New England. Which, yeah, that's why I say, you know, yeah, you say seven. Oh, the Vegas is like, of course, Kansas City seven point favorites. But it's like, yeah, but they beat Baltimore and New England, who I think were probably both better than Kansas City. Right, and then you got to look at this whole entire. I mean, I'm surprised it's seven points when you actually go look at the Titans' schedule this year, and they, I think, they did go to Arrowhead Stadium. And did beat the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes playing. I'm pretty sure they did. Did it 35-32 in Arrowhead Stadium, and I think that might have been one of uh, Ryan Tannehill's first games as quarterback. But um, Derrick Henry ran the ball 23 times for 188 yards. I can see him doing something like that again. This Chiefs team can't stop the run. Yeah, that's the biggest concern here. I think. If you're a Chiefs fan, you know they can't stop the run. And I think what's his name? Chris Jones? Not Chris Jones. Chris Jones, yeah. Chris Jones, yeah. Um, isn't like first year playing yet? Right. And he had eight tackles in that first game against and And they still ran for one. And two sacks. And they still ran for 188 yards. Yeah. Down. So without so, him, who Yeah, we'll see. That's gonna be a two hundred yard rushing game for Derrick Henry. We're talking about he did this against Baltimore, who is one of the better defenses in the NFL, New England, who was maybe the best defense in the NFL. Yeah. Um this could just be, I mean, this is why I'm telling you, my gut is like, dude, Tennessee's going to win this game. It's going to be weird, but they're going to win. But, you know, there's that part in your mind where you're like, but are they really going to continue this story? Right. And that's where it becomes such a hard thing to determine. That's why, honestly, you could tell me you, your opinions, either team winning. This is one of the only weekends for both games even where I'm just like, I'm not going to argue with you that much. You know, it's like, eh. Uh, you can't be shocked if Tennessee wins. The way they've been playing, the way they run the ball, the way Ryan Tannehill doesn't make mistakes for this team. That's what they've been missing for three years. They've right. been this good. Marcus Mariota makes the mistakes, what, throwing 15 picks and 15 touchdowns in a year, you know, uh, while Tannehill doesn't do that. Right. And for me, I, can't, I, I do agree with you. You can go either way here. But I was thinking about it today and just kind of like trying to make my picks before the game and. This team, it kind of reminds me of 1998 in a way, which I know. It's like, wow, all the way back to 98, George. Like, you were yeah. one years old. 
in 98 well at least at 88 <laughs> I, was like, no. I was like wow i good good math but no no in 98 um and I, it was like you know five years into watching football i wasn't no football expert but you had the upstart atlanta falcons and they didn't have the defense that tennessee does but they were playing the minnesota vikings in the nfc championship game and everyone i, I mean i wish I, I probably could but it's not going to take too much time to go look at what was the spread of that game but i bet you it was seven seven and a half points they went on the road to minnesota and jamal anderson remember jamal anderson you see, no i don't remember all right well he used to do the dance where did you get this idea i, I just listened to I, myself you didn't you came up with this yourself yeah i swear to god and um, remember Jamal Anderson used to do the Dirty Bird. Remember to dance the Dirty Bird? I've heard of it, yes. Yeah. And Jamal Anderson was right. running quick wild. Premise. Stop asking me if I remember. I'm like four years old at this time. Just keep just keep right. going with it. So Jamal <laughs> Anderson and company went into Minnesota and ran the ball fantastically. Chris Chandler was their quarterback, University of Washington alum. And they really ran the ball well. It was a high-scoring game. And Minnesota went down had a chance to uh, win the game. I think they were down one or two points, and they missed a field goal at the buzzer to lose the game. And Atlanta went into the Super Bowl with Chris Chandler and Jamal Anderson. Jamal Anderson, I think, had like 1,800 rushing yards that year, and he was just one of the best running backs in the league, and went and played the Broncos and got demolished. And that's kind of what I think happens with the Tennessee Titans here. I actually think they win this game. I think they go to the Super Bowl. And I think whoever they face, whether it's Green Bay or San Francisco, they lose too. But I'm, 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 picking, I'm picking the Titans. Um. I don't believe you came up with this theory by yourself. I, I, why not? I feel like you must have heard this somewhere. I, I have not heard you just it. Just came up with 1998 yeah. by yourself. I'm gonna fact check you. All right. Um, I'm not gonna fact check the game. You don't have to. Fact no, no, check no. I, 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 I'm gonna fact check uh, how many no, yards. So moving Jamal, on from this. No, no. I just want to see how many yards Jamal Anderson had that uh, game. I'm picking the Titans as well. In my gut, my head tells me Kansas City's gonna mm-hmm. win. Um, I think one thing that we are fully forgetting is that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Right. And it's not even close right now. I agree he with is, that. Can you just say one the, thing before you go on your tangent? I'm sorry. Uh, the Vikings were 11-point favorites in that game, and Jamal Anderson ran the ball. I just wanted to get you Jamal Anderson's stats here because he was – Jamal Anderson was really damn cool. Um, he actually did not have that good of a game. He had 23 rushes for 67 yards, but Chris Chandler somehow had 340 yards and three touchdowns, and they won 30-27 to 27 in Minnesota on a missed field goal. All right, not to bash on your example here. This yeah. is not how the uh, Titans would win. It's going to be very different. If they win, it's going to be 200 it's, rushing Yeah, exactly. But that's how they won all their games that year. I'm just saying. Yeah, but, okay, that's fine. I know that's how the Titans won all their games. It is not going to be 300 I, yards from I Ryan com- Tannehill. I completely agree with you. If Derrick Henry has 60 rushing yards, they lose by 40. It's going to be like if he has 60 week. rushing yards and Ryan Tannehill has 300 yards and they win, I will, I, I don't know, I'll run naked down the street or in something. The in the snow. Um, we forget that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And I, I don't... I agree with that. You know I love Russell Wilson. I think he's... Probably right there, and I think uh, Lamar Jackson. Football player, yeah, right? Lamar Jackson's on his way. You know, you got a uh, Aaron Rodgers is still there. You, you got you got your guys, right? Drew Brees, Brady in the right moments. This year, obviously not. They showed some age in the playoffs, but Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, and he put up fifty-one points last week, as if it was like they were down twenty-four nothing, and with no phase, no nothing, was just like all right. Let's just score 51 and absolutely put on a clinic. Um, 
Now, this is where things get interesting. Tennessee made Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson look lost right. for some time. Uh, one thing that Tennessee has had for the last five years, that the reason they've made the playoffs of guys like Marcus Mariota was because their defense has been stellar. True. What they were missing this entire time was a quarterback that at least doesn't put you in bad situations. So this is where I'm so conflicted is you have the Titans, which could be one of the most balanced overall teams in the entire NFL. Mm. But then you have Patrick Mahomes, who is a mixture of Russell Wilson and Brett Favre and the cool composure of Tom Brady and a little bit of the badassness of Aaron Rodgers and a little bit of the, the movement of a... I don't even now that his ankle's healthy, he has the elusiveness of Russell Wilson. Patrick Mahomes, name something he doesn't do well. He throws on the run well. He can run out of pressure. He can throw in the pocket. He can use his legs. He can dart it downfield. He can, you know, he can look at multiple options and make it happen. The guy is the best overall quarterback in the NFL right now. Completely agree. And I know Tom Brady looked bad against Tennessee. And I know Lamar Jackson did. But here's a couple of things. Tom Brady's 42. Can't run. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson, I went back on this earlier this year. But now I'm back on it. He obviously can't throw the ball that well when his legs are taken away. Absolutely. That well. I'm not saying he's not going to be good. He's still the MVP. He might have a 20-fucking-year career in the NFL. I don't know. But he can't throw the ball that well. Now, that's what the Titans did against them, right? But... What can they do against Patrick Mahomes? I don't know. And this is where I'm... We've only seen Patrick Mahomes in, what, three playoff games now? Yeah. Which kind of is also a scary part of this that we don't know. Well, here's one thing that... And I'm trying to pull it up. Surprisingly... This actually surprised me here. I I was going to say what I think the Titans are going to do is just run the ball up the gut, slow the game down, and really take over time of possession. Against Baltimore, Baltimore had more time of possession. Against the Patriots, I'm checking that right now, they had just barely more time of possession. So that theory of they're just going to you know pound the ball and keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes might not be the best theory. But, I mean, that that's the formula, right? If you wanted to beat the Chiefs, wouldn't that, like, in your head be like, okay, I got to keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, but that's just that is what they've done. I guess I don't care about time and possession sometimes because time and possession can be a little tricky. Like the end of the game, Baltimore had so much more time and possession because Titans played conservative and were punting right. the ball back. And not just that. I mean, part of like time and possession. I mean, Derrick Henry was ripping off some really long runs. I like keep yeah. it. <laughs> they could have kept. If, yeah, if you didn't want him to rip off the sixty-yard run, sure, you could have lost more time. But yeah, the Titans were just scoring. Like right. they were coming downfield when they needed to and scoring. So I don't really care too much about the time of possession because if you look at if you watched the games, that's why where sometimes numbers do lie and yeah. stats lie. Like Lamar Jackson's stats were phenomenal, but we know he didn't play well. Or you talk about time of possession. Well, let me tell you something about time of possession. The Titans did keep the ball away from Lamar Jackson to start the game, and that's why they took the lead, and that's why they were able to be successful and win this game. Right. And so I don't want to. I don't want to use the stats from the last game to say that the time of possession wasn't great because they did keep the ball away as much as they could. Um, but they were no, scoring. I, I just, I'm surprised. I, I thought they had the ball way long. Watching that game, I just, I guess, yeah, you're right. The fourth quarter to come when Baltimore was trying to come back, probably just added more time in possession. That's always how it works. Yeah, I mean, so. if you probably look at first half time in possession, I don't know if that's. No, bad, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to, once again, take, the Tennessee Titans. Wow, I we're both riding on this, huh? But I'm telling you my mind. 
is telling me it's the wrong pick, which I did this last week. We're definitely taking him on the spread. I'm confident yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, and I'm taking the over, by the way, in this game. It's going to be like me too. 30 to 35. To I, I think it's going to be kind of high scoring. Yeah, it is. Because they're not going to be able to stop Derrick Henry, and they're not going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. It's going right. to be high scoring. Um, I legitimately... I did this last week. My gut said Tennessee, but my head said Baltimore, so I went with Baltimore. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm going to go the opposite. My gut, I'm going to go with my gut this time and say Tennessee. All right. I'm going with Tennessee as well. Um, <laughs> we're only two games away from uh, Mike Vrabel having no dick. Oh, yeah. He won't cut it off. He said he would cut it off to win a Super Bowl, but he didn't say, if I win a Super Bowl, I'll cut it off. That's he's a good. He would give it up to win a Super Bowl. I, as he, didn't say, he didn't say like, if I win the Super Bowl, I'm yeah, going to cut it off. Maybe he he's saying like, if somebody said like, here the option is cut it off and you win the Super Bowl, yeah. he'll do it. But if he just wins it without cutting it off, he could keep his dick. That's a great point. Uh, Not according to what Taylor Lewan, though. It's like me saying I'll cut my arm off for twenty billion dollars, but if I make twenty billion dollars, I don't have to cut my arm. Yeah, off. Yeah, but if someone had a suitcase of twenty billion dollars and cut your left arm off, I'd say sure. Yeah, uh, you know what? I wonder if would you really. Like I, I like in a way I say yes I would, but then like but then again I'd be like one of those people that is like not thankful for having all four limbs and like living a normal right life and being able, it, it just like you make yourself disabled and then you'd probably be like wow this sucks I have twenty billion dollars but like I have one arm yeah one arm's not that bad Shaquille Griffin has one hand yeah one hand but the whole arm to my elbow no actually you're right it'd be that's a really bad theory because it's like then I'm not. You're one of those people that don't appreciate that you were born like normal. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I could do it. Twenty billion, probably, but if it was like five million, probably not. Twenty billion is a lot, especially if you see it in a room. I'll probably get the best prosthetic arm in, in his the history of arms. It'd be like the stuff Kawhi had on his knees yesterday. Yeah, the robot Kawhi. Let's not talk basketball. On this. I know. I just wanted to mention that. Um. Yeah. Wow. This is gonna be interesting. Well, yeah. I'm gonna. Before, I know we both took Tennessee. I'm going to say this to the people here. Um, Not with high confidence? <laughs> no, I'm going to say basically, but I'm, I, I'm going to speak for you as well. As, that does not mean if the Chiefs win, we are going to be shocked at all. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 but you know what's funny? I am picking Tennessee, but I would be kind of surprised if Tennessee wins. I, because they, but I, they've surprised me so much. I don't want, like. I just like the formula that they're playing, and I the entire practice is just watching Derek. It's on the TV right yeah. now. It's just videos of Derek Henry running through helmets and, and Vrabel cutting his dick. But um, <laughs> in general, Sammy, I was looking through Super Bowl matchups. When was the last like random team we had make the Super Bowl? I'm gonna go through like tell me Falcons. T- I mean, it depends what you consider random. Like, like, the playoffs is random. Yeah, but this the New team, York Giants. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Like a wild card team that got to the Super Bowl. So Giants. We looked at something yeah. like the last six seed to make it, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Like 07 or 010, whatever. It's not that It long, was really. 2012. Yeah, it's only yeah. like seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. I know. But not it's that bad. Not bad, but it would do. Think about it. No, think about how why that's not bad. Think about the NBA. When's the last time a random team in the NBA made it? There's seven, yeah, because there's seven game series. Yeah. But I don't think it's that long. Okay, yeah, fair. I mean, if we're saying like 15, 20 years. I of mean, course. There's longer streaks of teams not even making the playoffs. Yeah, but you like, know what I mean? No, no, 100 <laughs> But my thing is more like it happens more often than we think. So that's why it's like it's not like completely out of this realm if the Titans make the Super Bowl. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of what I mean. 100%. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it's not shocking. Yeah, yeah, that's why, yeah that's why I'm agreeing with you. Um, I wanted to – there was this one thing I – 
heard yesterday, I think, on the Bill Simmons podcast, they're talking about... Oh, the Titans offensive line, uh, offensive coordinator? No. Did uh, you hear about that? Yeah, the FedEx owner, right? Son? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that pretty cool? The, uh, explain it. Yeah, the f- owner of FedEx's son is the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. So his dad's like a billionaire, and he's coaching offensive, the offense for the Titans. And their offense is doing pretty good, so he might be, uh, you know... Um, he delivers Derrick Henry a lot to the end zone. Get that pun there, Sammy? Nice. Yeah. Delivery. Uh, delivery. And uh, he'll probably be a head coach one day if this offense keeps playing the way they are. So just to add to the story, obviously his father's an extremely rich human being. He could have just been a couch potato and right. had his dad's money. He decided to make $30,000 a year and be like a video room assistant right. and all these different things, which he probably has money from his dad. Too, That's what I was going to say. At least he's like, he's probably like, but at least he picked a passion. Should, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now he's an offensive coordinator that nobody talks about. I know. It's pretty cool though. Um, he's the richest coach in the NFL. Is he really? no, I, I don't know. We don't, we don't know that. Maybe he's I don't know. Colin Cowherd on his show today. asked, so I forget who he's like, you know, who's the richest coach in the NFL? Offensive coordinator of Titans. He probably has the richest inheritance. Yeah. I don't know if he has the money. <laughs> I have no idea. Either. Um, what I want to talk about is Derrick Henry's like high school. Career. There was one like stat they were talking about yesterday that was like he had like a 450 rushing yards in the second half once of a game or something. Jesus. His senior year of high school, he played 13 games. He <laughs> this is gonna be crazy. He had 462 carries for 4,061 <laughs> yards. That was 9.2 yards per carry. How much is that a game? 327 yards per game oh and 55 God. touchdowns in 13 games. 13 rushing. Games. So that's what, like almost five, like 4.5 touchdowns a game. Yeah, on 330 yards rushing. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, he was a very big um, uh, very big, uh, what's it called? Guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was. I want to see if there's another one of those crazy. Uh, he compiled three 400 yard games and three 300 yard games. Uh, he once also totaled 510 rushing yards and six touchdowns in a single game, which was a Florida high school record. That is pretty insane. That that's pretty nuts, man. I mean, the guy is obviously one of the mega talents in the NFL. Like, just like a freak of nature is the best way to put it. He was benching 365 pounds, clean jerking 315 pounds, and squatting 500 pounds, and deadlifting 550 pounds with a 4.540 by a senior year. Jeez, man. You know, sometimes... He was a track star at high school, five-star track athlete, and a five-star basketball player. That's why at 6'3", 247, he's still able to run a 4.3... (laughs) You know, some people are just born with it. You know what I mean? Like he's one of those. Just he's born with it. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, that's insane. All right, let's move on. All right, no more Derek Henry. This game, okay. As much as a 49ers Packers game should be much more interesting storyline. It is not as interesting as Chiefs Titans. It is interesting in the sense of the players and teams and the. They're trying so hard to push it. Aaron Rodgers, he's from California. Yeah, it's like, well, there actually is a lot of storylines. He's from California. Jimmy G's first playoff run is yep. already to the NFC Championship. Was it Matt LaFleur's brother? Is, no, Matt LaFleur is best friends with Robert with Salah. Robert Salah, but also his brother is... Matt LaFleur's brother's on the coaching staff, I think. Oh, on the 49ers? I didn't know that. But yeah, I, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, family ties here. Yeah, the LaFleur... Sibling rival at the heart of the NFC Championship game. Oh, wow. Matt LaFleur's cool. 
best friends with Robert Salah, who's also best friends with his brother, who's on the coaching staff. Pretty cool. So there's a lot of ties, right? Uh, he's the passing game coordinator for the 49ers. Oh, cool. Well, that, that's, that's pretty cool. So you have that. You have Jimmy G, the new up-and-coming Tom Brady, right? And the Aaron Rodgers, the Packers Niners. Those are two storied franchises. Um, but for some reason, the Titans, I think, just trump the whole – make the whole – they. I don't know. That's just the story of the playoffs right, right. now. Right? Even though, like – Don't get me wrong. I'm excited. In theory, having the Titans in the Super Bowl was probably the worst thing for the Super Bowl. You probably won Kansas City and either one of these two franchises. Yeah, just they're, worried, they're not worried about who wins this game. Yeah. I mean, these are two freaking historic franchises, two very, very marketable quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, maybe the NFL would slightly want Aaron Rodgers. Forget the teams for a second. Yeah. As a quarterback, they'd probably rather have Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes. Right. And, well, you know who would really want Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes? Mm-hmm. State Farm. Yeah, actually, that'd be great for them. So, maybe so, 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 if that happens, th- this whole entire season has been st- fixed by State Farm. Actually, someone sent me that meme to post it before this nice. weekend. So, um, if you listen to this podcast, shout out to Jared from Omaha. <laughs> so, <laughs> going back to Omaha for a second. Oh, damn Omaha. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, this game for me is very easy. I, I know it shouldn't be. I'm taking San Francisco minus seven and a half. I love their defense. And I think they they I think the Packers keep it close in the first half just because how good Aaron Rodgers' greatness is and he's been there before. But that defensive front coming at them over and over and over again. And over and over and over. And over. And over. I, I was getting I was thinking and about over. that, but I didn't <laughs> motherfucker's face. I just like the defense of San Francisco too much. I think they shut down the running game. Kind of, they shut down Dalvin Cook. I think they shut down Aaron Jones. And then you, once you get in a hole, it's going to be really tough. I think the first half is really good. I think the Packers keep it really, really close in the first half. I think we end the first half like 10-10, something like that. And it ends up being like 31-13 in the big second half for the 49ers. But good first half. Okay, another one. I have the same feeling about this game. My gut is saying Aaron Rodgers is just gonna outplay, not not outplay Jimmy Garoppolo, but just outplay San Francisco. Whether that's Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever it is, just because he's been here before. Right. And like I think this is also where my like there's so much between both these two games. Like mm-hmm. I know the Chiefs have more experience. It's really fucking hard mm-hmm. for a team on their first run to even make the Super Bowl. Right, the first play. No, absolutely. Um, this is San Francisco. If anybody, if this is anyone's first run in San Francisco, at least the Titans have been in it the last yep. couple of years, and Tannehill's been in the playoffs. So I don't even consider this the first run for the uh, Titans. They've been in the playoffs the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the 49ers who have what last two years were three and thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to even make the Super Bowl in your first run, absolutely. let alone. Or I was going to say win the Super Bowl, let alone make the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so why my gut is telling me Packers, Aaron Rodgers experience, um, how many you know times has his team made playoff runs, all that. But at the end of the day, man, I've been downplaying the Packers. You, everybody has. Yeah, I mean, we all have. Yeah, everyone's yeah. downplayed the Packers all year. And now you're at a point where you look at San Francisco. That defense is absolutely unstoppable. Um, but if there's any quarterbacks, look at their losses this year. One in Seattle against an unstoppable quarterback, right? Did they True. lose to Baltimore? 
Yeah. The Packers? Did they play no, Baltimore? No, I'm talking about 49ers. 49ers. Okay, that's why I was like, they lost to Baltimore. Baltimore by three. Lamar Jackson couldn't stop him. Yep. No, uh, they stood, I mean, 17 20. Yeah, but they couldn't. That's, I'm talking about they've had three fucking losses. Yeah. I'm saying the three losses are coming from the Seahawks, the Ravens. Oh, yeah, and the Falcons. Matt Ryan. Falcons. Okay, yeah, of course. And, and so. But all three of those games came down to basically the final play, correct? Seahawks overtime. Uh huh. The Falcons, remember the ball was like barely over the goal yeah. line, and then the th- Ravens hit a game-winning field goal this yeah, time. But the, but the point is, yeah, no, no, they they've lost I mean, good quarterbacks. I, they've yeah, lost yeah, good quarterbacks, and I know they did beat uh, the Packers pretty well, but that happens sometimes, yeah, right? Happens. Uh, I mean, they lost to the Falcons a couple weeks later, so you, you look at it; like, shit happens. I know. Um, this is where I'm just my my thing is with the 49ers. I know their defense is practically unstoppable and unbeatable, yeah. but the only people to have beat them are this year's MVP, a former MVP in Matt Ryan, and Russell Wilson, who's second in MVP this year. <laughs> right. So it's like Aaron Rodgers is one of those. It's kind of options. a shame that Russell Wilson still doesn't have an MVP award. Yeah, he would. This year, this was the year to win I know. One. I just like when you said that, like two former MVPs and Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, hey, he's an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he's considered by most people an MVP type of guy. Type of guy, yeah. Should have won Super Bowl MVP as well. Um so if anyone can do this, it's going to be somebody like Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely, we saw it last week. A guy like Kirk Cousins. No matter what, I feel I like Kirk Cousins. Maybe he's the tenth, eleventh, twelfth best quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Let's say, um, you have to be a top five type of guy, top six 100%. type of guy to beat this Niners defense. So I'm going to go with the Packers from my gut. My head's telling me San Francisco because of the better football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're comparing quarterbacks, we all know Aaron Rodgers is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Right yes, now. absolutely. I completely uh, agree. And I'm high on Garoppolo. Yeah, but it means it's not even <laughs> but, an but, but we, we, We've got one of these very important factors here. Jimmy Garoppolo has more Super Bowl rings than Aaron Rodgers. Nice. Nice. He does. He has two. If you're a back, you shouldn't can be considered. <laughs> they do consider it. I, mean, I know. I know. I, I know. It's just funny. Like if Jimmy Garoppolo wins, like everyone's like, oh, it's first Super Bowl cha- ring. But it's, really, it's his third Super Bowl ring. He does not rock his Patriots Super Bowl rings like he did shit. I've never seen a picture of Jimmy Garoppolo like with Tom Brady. Like with two. With Tom Brady's he did, but he did start a couple games that year. So he did contribute to the Super Bowl. They went two and they, no, they, he started one game. Remember he two got games. hurt? Two games. One and a half. And Jacoby Prasad yeah, came yeah. in. Yeah, he got, he got hurt during the second game. Story of his career, except for this year. This is also another... This is Jimmy Garoppolo's first healthy season. He's on his way to the Super Bowl almost. I know. But pretty he crazy. has to stay healthy. <laughs> I, I mean, pretty crazy. No, I, I'm just joking. Like, this, I, don't, I don't consider Jimmy Garoppolo to have more that. experience than Aaron Rodgers because he has more Super Bowl Aaron rings. But, wanted. But, but I do think it's funny to say. Yeah. Um... This is you see how neither one of us are disagreeing with each other's picks. Well, cause, because well, these are the final a, four teams. Well, it's not just that. Last year, me and you were pretty content on the fact that the Patriots were going to win and yeah. make the Super Bowl. And it took a D Ford being. Imagine if that happens this year. D Ford is now in the 49ers. Imagine if the 49ers are about to go to the Super Bowl and D Ford just barely goes offsides. Wouldn't well, that wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Yes, that would be. Something. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Uh, yeah, but we'll see, man. I, uh, I'm i with you. you. Like These are the final four teams. It's really hard for me to sit here and tell you, like, oh, dude, you're crazy for picking the Packers or you're crazy for picking – like, you can't. These are these are really, really good teams. 
And there's yeah. reasons that these are the final four teams. Any one of them can win. Any one of these four teams, in theory, could win the Super Bowl. The only one that'd be really crazy would be the Titans in a way because, like, shit, they came out of nowhere and win the Super Bowl. But it still wouldn't be that crazy. It would crazy. be a little old school footballish, though. I know. In the sense of, like, I agree it'd be crazy, but the only way you could consider it kind of not crazy is, like, this is kind of what football used to be. Right. An amazing defense, amazing run game, and a quarterback who doesn't fuck things up for you. Exactly. All right, but I'm taking Green Bay on the spread. I'll tell you Me that. Me too. Much. I'm taking Green Bay. Well, so no, actually, I'm not. Sorry. I meant to say I'm taking San Francisco on the spread. Minus really? Seven and a half. Yeah. I think they're going to win by like 14 points. Yeah, something like that. 31-13. You have a lot of confidence in a team that doesn't have much uh, experience. I'm not blaming you. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. Jimmy Garoppolo has two Super Bowl rings, and, my, and Shanahan's been to Super Bowl as a coordinator. See the fa- these are my excuses. I'm this is no, my- but when I hear that, it really does. That's the only concern for me. Is that is my it, only concern is too? A young team, and I know Lafleur is a first year, but he's also like it's it's Aaron Rodgers yeah. team. No, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. I have the same concerns about the. If I, if you're asking me what would be concerning about picking San Francisco minus seven and a half, is that mm-hmm. that that's exactly where my concern would be. That's fair. Yeah, it's going to be fun, though. I can't wait. I think the first half is going to be very close, by the way. I think you're going to look at the first half of both of these games, and they're both going to be tied at the end of the half. Tied. Yeah, I have a feeling. Both will be like 10-10 at halftime or 13-13 or something crazy like that. Want to hear something even crazier? Sure. The the freaking what's-their-faces found a way to make put themselves up by... How much were they up by? The uh, What's the name? The Titans? Texans? Titans. They were up by what against Baltimore? Oh, I have no idea how much you were. Weren't up they by. up like twenty-one nothing at one point? Mm, not sure. I thought it was seven to three at half or something like that. But I can I can tell you if you give me a second. Were they up by a lot? I think like enough to be like whoa. Let's see the divisional championship weekend. Da, 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 divisional round. All right. So the Ravens at some point were down in this game. Is there like a? Scoring stats area. There. What was it at half? Fourteen nothing. It was fourteen nothing at halftime. And it was twenty eight. No, no, no. It was thirteen seven at halftime. Thirteen fourteen six. Fourteen six. Okay, never mind. That could be close. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure, but it is right there. First half, second quarter. Fourteen six. Yep. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, enjoy this weekend. We'll be back. But they were up twenty eight six at one point. So that's probably what you were thinking of. Yeah. There it is. Go Titans, go Packers. All right. Um, George disagrees. I disagree, but go 49ers and go uh, Titans as well. All right. Next up. In theory, I'll say real quick, it would be cool to see Mahomes in the Super Bowl. But I just, I think Henry does it. Uh, Would I, for entertainment purposes, I want Mahomes Rodgers. Me too. I Uh, want Mahomes Garoppolo. Okay, we're talking entertainment. We're not talking your entertainment. We're talking about. Entertainment purpose. Listen, oh, I entertainment want, purpose. I want the Titans to win. Okay? okay, but I'm saying I'm I'm putting my bias down for a second. Entertainment purposes. Mahomes, it's not Garoppolo, Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes Rogers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you want ground and pound, the best defenses in the NFL, it's Titans 49ers. Yeah. Like, okay, your entertainment purpose is much different than saying like for entertainment. Purposes. For entertainment purposes, Rogers and uh, yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like that's that's the. If you ask the NFL secretly, like, what two quarterbacks would you want in there from these final four? They'd be like, Rodgers, Mahomes. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, much love. And uh, next up, we're going to be talking a little bit of the MLB scandal. And we're going to have a podcast at the end of this one, or it's separately by itself, too, which is also talking about the Aaron Hernandez documentary. So, perfect. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy, guys.
All right, a rare MLB podcast um, in the middle of January. Yeah. Um, good job, MLB. Way to stay in the news and stay relevant. This is. So Did they wait to do this now on purpose? I don't know. You know, uh, here's the thing. We're talking about the. Uh, some people are calling it buzzer gate, but let's just say it, what it is the, uh, the sign stealing scandal of the Astros, Red Sox. Some people say Yankees are also being investigated. Don't know if that's true or not. Um, yesterday, the Mets fired Carlos Beltran or mutually parted ways. And videos coming out where people think Jose Altuve is telling his teammates not to rip off his jersey because he has a buzzer underneath. A lot of different things here. By the way, Mets were not caught cheating, but Beltran helped initiate the system in Houston. In, in Houston, exactly. And he hasn't managed a game yet in New York. <laughs> so, what a story. What a story. Um, what I take out of this, George, is as a Seattle Mariners fan, we should have been cheating this whole time. Got a World Series. Even if we cheated. And we still like Look, you got to have the guys who can actually hit the That's ball. Uh, Altuve can still hit the ball, whether he's cheating or not. Um, I saw, see, I've seen some pitchers talking about it on Twitter yeah. saying, I'd rather pitch the guys on steroids. Uh, who said this? It was uh, not Kershaw. It was one of the old Dodgers pitchers. I'd rather pitch the guys on steroids than two guys knowing exactly what pitch is coming. It's no, actually a great point. At least you can work with tricking a pitch. Like, a guy on steroids can hit it far, but if he doesn't know what pitch is coming, it's easier. To be, but when you know what pitch is coming, that changes the timing of the batter, the, if they're going to swing or not, if they know it's a changeup. I mean, the fastball. It really changes everything. And uh, I wanted to say this before we get too deep into it. Talk, just listening to – I listened to, like, a couple of things on the radio, form, reading on Twitter – seems like baseball purists have one thing in common. If you're smart enough to steal signs mid-game, go ahead and steal them. It's one of those like unwritten rules. Like More power to you if you figured out our signs mid-game. Yeah. Don't use technology, cameras, buzzers. Don't use outfielders in the dugout to cheat and find out our signs. Yeah. If somehow you saw the first base coach make a sign and you figured out what the fuck that meant and you guys are smart enough to figure that pitch out... It's more power to you. It's like if I know what play you're running in basketball because I studied or in football because I studied so well. Yeah. That doesn't mean cheat. No Apple Watches, no video cameras. Microphones. No microphones, no banging on. I guess trash cans aren't technology in a way, but. It's using some type of thing I, to I, cheat. I know, but at the end of the day, um, it's it's really bad. But I mean, it's at some point, this is kind of good for baseball, right? Today. I mean, not in the long run, but today. People are talking about baseball. I'm actually excited for this season because anytime someone plays the Astros, now they're going to be so fucking pissed off. Like, there's going to be so... I feel like there's going to be hella... Hella, I'm using that hella on a podcast. There's going to be so many brawls against the Astros this year with people throwing at them, especially when the Yankees play the Astros. Who Dodgers. Like got cheated. I, if the Dodgers play them, I don't know if they do this year. I'm just saying in general. In general. Anybody that played the Red Sox or Astros in those playoff runs specifically... Yeah. Are gonna feel really cheated. Yeah, and they're gonna fucking get back at them. And not, I mean, like I'm already on the Yankees website right here. Yanks go yard. MLB should strip Altuve of the MVP award and give it to Aaron Judge. And even things like that, you have to remember that. Yeah. Um, that picture of Aaron Judge and uh, Altuve? Altuve now is kind of ironic. This guy can hit just as good as this guy. Yeah, but one guy needs a fucking buzzer. So I don't know if you saw the splits between Altuve's home and away yeah it's, it's like he batted like 130 on the road and like 450 with 12 home runs it was 130 with one home run on the road 
it's unbelievable because they didn't have the technology. I mean, for those that don't, if you want to read into it, obviously you can Google it, but they had guys in the dugout with computer screens, like sending buzzers. To in the clubhouse, not dugout. Clubhouse. The dugout would be pretty well, easy Well, actually, to get it was in the dugout hallway. There was a picture of Cotton. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the dugout true. hallway on the way to the clubhouse because they had to, I think, probably be somewhere in close enough distance. I know. Figure it out. But it's bad. I mean, I want to start with this. There's... Okay, like you said, Alex Cora got fired from the Red Sox for having involvement with the Red Sox doing it. Um, the Astros manager, manager and GM, AJ Hinch and whoever the GM's name was, got suspended for a year, but then the Astros fired them afterwards. And then Beltran got stepped away, fired, whatever it is, from the Mets for being involved in this. Now, there's one thing that I think is missing out of all this. Is, this was the same thing. What I about the players that did it? Before we get to the players, I want to give you my theory. Because I think the players is a very good place to get to, but that's my biggest like anchor but, but in the situation. My, my my biggest anchor in the situation, not anchor, but my biggest like question mark in this is, you realize this all came out from a unnamed source, right? And it had them investigate. You know who this unnamed source probably is? The next player that didn't get contracted. I don't think so. I think it's the assistant general manager of the Houston Astros that felt like he got unwrongly fired. I, I, I've read a theory about it online. And I also think he might be Carlos Beltran's niece that's tweeting that she's his niece giving out all this extra information. I think it was some... Mm, you, I don't think so, that part. You know why? Because Carlos Beltran stepped down from his job and he would have said something like, that's not my niece. I, he hasn't had an interview. There, he we don't tweeted something that have been representative saying, Carlos Beltran... Maybe. Like, you, you, could, you could be right. I'm just saying... If somebody faked my, my niece or my brother or my family's identity yeah. i'd come out and say hey like that's not my family please yeah baby that's that's very possible but there, there, this all this had to come from an inside job and it happened literally a couple of weeks after the assistant gm assistant assistant gm got fired for, for what he thought was an unwrong reason and or for a wrong reason and in general this made it like Maybe it had to be an inside job, right? Because like it's, there has to be a snitch involved in anything. Even though it could be a simple snitch, like, hey, just go check out these tapes through here, trash cans, and then it all unfolds. Right. But I think it's the assistant GM. That's my I theory. actually agree. I didn't even think of that. Um, for those that don't remember, he apparently, allegedly, mm-hmm. which I don't buy this, and this is not about. I want to preface when I say I don't buy it. Because some people will think that means you don't believe women or like women rights. That's not what I'm saying. I just don't think somebody, if he did do this, he's probably one of the stupidest humans in the world. Yeah. But there was what the accusing of like sexually harassing. Uh, what was it exactly? He, he what was the closer they had that got Azunia? Azunia had a domestic violence court, yep. and then apparently he the assistant GM came up to woman beat reporters mm-hmm. pointed his finger in their face said so glad we got a soon after but the, and this is after he blew a save that game blew a save so, so I mean it's just the time he would have ha- it would have been really odd for a human that's been that successful to be an assistant GM to walk up to a girl and say so glad we got the unsolicited guy. by the way yeah for no reason saying I'm so glad we got the guy that has domestic violence charge that blew the game today I just wanted to point in your face as a woman and say that sounds a little unrealistic it sounds like there could have been maybe a misinterpretation in the situation of what he said. Um, and he got fired for it. And obviously he was not happy about this firing 
and he leaked this information. Yeah, I, I'm 100 I, I, I saw it. There's on no the, one else that would have done. A I former know, player that I won the trophy. I actually window. saw it on Reddit. Like, on, if I won the World Series with the Astros, even if they didn't resign me, I'm not going to yeah. snitch him out. Like, I won the World Series. I'm exactly. Fuck. No. Exactly. And that's what uh, some guy on Re- I saw Reddit post all about it, and I, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. You got to consider this guy got fired and will never. Ever in the MLB again, probably have a job. Right. Ever. Because they're saying he's being bad to women. Yeah. Ever. And he's like, fuck life. it. Uh, fuck His career is over. And you know what? He might have to just go get a sales job. And, and if they didn't fire him, they would probably have, like, just, he probably would have stayed in the organization. He, they were the catalyst. Like, oh, we have to get rid of this guy. He's like, oh, well, you know what? I have some fucking dirt. Although it's not the Astros' fault. I mean, as the owner of the Astros, you're kind of like, fuck. Like, I know. I wish there was some proof behind this so I could not fire him, but. You kind of have to. I know. And he was the um, assistant to the GM. Yeah. Uh, but how much, like, obviously they they had, they had fired the GM and they suspended the GM before they fired him. How much does the GM really know the day-to-day cheating systems of a team? Like, I, obviously he did, but I'm just, that, that was a surprising thing for me that he knew the whole, like, system. He was actually one of the fall guys. Uh, not surprising. Not surprising to you? Okay. I mean, you look at guys, I'm trying to put it in my perspective of not just baseball but all sports and thinking about like rgms like uh jerry depoto jerry depoto handpicked the manager in seattle he is doing game day interviews every single day he's at every single game he knows what's going on exactly right he knows the operation you talk about uh football gms they're on the football field during games right they're on the sidelines you talk about nba gms they're yeah, sitting courtside every single room. game like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you make a the good gm point. is an extension of the coach or manager yeah it's not the owner the owner i can see like not really knowing yeah. everything and it depends on the and owner it's not like course. player personnel operation guy it's not uh it's not the i don't know there's like the it's not oh, the director the, of scouts yeah the director of operations even right? right it's like oh i work in the offices not directly with the team we're talking about a GM is like the main string of the coach and players. Absolutely. So they know. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, yeah, and I agree with you there. I just want to throw that theory out. And before we get to the players, one more thing. Do you see the Josh Reddick tape on his thing? And then did you see what it actually turned out to be? What? It's just confetti. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like there's a picture floating around there. Just put Josh Reddick tape. And you can see like a piece of tape on his chest. Everyone's like, oh, there's a buzzer there. There's a buzzer there. But then later on, they just realized it was just obviously. I mean, why would he take his shirt off? Like, they're not they're not dumb. They're not dumb. There's a video of Jose Altuve, of course, saying "Don't rip my jersey off." Which, if you looked at his right shoulder where they said there is the thing, there was like a giant bulge on it. I know bouncing. He said, "Don't rip my shirt," and he was awkward. And then I saw pictures today. He said it's because my wife got mad last time. There's pictures of him all over the internet. If you look, getting his jersey ripped off like multiple times in his career. So, obviously, there's something different that one time. Um, that's what I want to get to, really. That's why I think you're going to get sick. It's October. Oh, yeah. In Houston. In Houston. Um, this is what I want to get to. I, cool. The GM got fired, and the, the bunch of managers got fired. What about the players that willingly put a buzzer on them or willingly were banging the trash cans? I have a personal belief. As somebody who is not a fan you, of... You, you just said something very important, by right. the way. Whether it was a buzzer or the trash can, that was somebody smacking the trash can. Somebody saying like, "Yeah, give me more signals." Um, t- to be honest with you, players have more of a responsibility to not cheat. I still feel like than the GM and the and the owners, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the owners and the and the managers. Like, if anything, 
Jose Altuve should have a year suspension. I think I think the entire Astros roster that was there during this mm-hmm. um, should be suspended. And if that means they have to use their Triple A team next year or just new guys they've signed, what would you do with players that? Here's my question. I agree with you in a way, but how about like the players that were on the Astros that year on a different team now? Suspended. Suspended for the year too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the Astros have probably have a half the same roster. Those yeah. half can play that came from different organizations. Yeah, supposedly they cheated last year too. So yeah. So I just think everyone should be suspended. And I know an Astros fan would be like, oh, whoa, whoa, so much. Yeah. It is. It is so it much. Is. But guess what? A GM got fired. Uh, three managers got fired. <laughs> I mean, what about the guys on the field that were literally benefiting in doing There's 30 this? teams. That's 10% of managers in Major League Baseball got fired over this. Yeah, but and the players shouldn't get involved? The players should be fucking fired. Not fired, but like, you know, look at, I don't know. I, I wish I looked this up before we the podcast. What happened to the players that played in the Black Sox? I know they bet on the game and they threw the World Series in 1919. And I think they got the, the that World Series was vacated. And they uh, they won the World Series. They bet on a couple games and lost on purpose. But and they, all those players got banned for life. Now that were involved, like Shoeless Joe Jackson. I don't think you should ban all these players for life because I think there's probably a little bit more cheating than we go, realize going on. But there's you're right. There should be Altuve. You're not the MVP that year anymore. Sorry, it's gone. You're just not the MVP anymore. World Series championship, gone. I know the Dodgers said that they w- now, w- not the Dodgers, but LA wants the Dodgers awarded it. You can't award it to them now. Sorry, you lost. It's just an asterisk. Houston a- won asterisk. Houston won asterisk, but they, they didn't win. Uh, in the MLB, like Hall of Fame. Yeah, when you look at like Wikipedia, it'll just say asterisk vacated. Vacated, yeah. Like when the- nobody won in fucking college football because of USC scandals. Right. If college football over scandals about giving Reggie Bush a house... Yeah. So Can, here's the thing. I'm I'm one of those people that fucking hate me the, too. Richard Bush didn't win a Heisman because he got it vacated. Okay. Well, his was he got money. That's not cheating. Right. This is like cheating the game. The game. Not cheating like the money situation. Not cheating the. I gave a. What was there something today that like uh, Texas football give money for interceptions? Right. Okay. Great. They're helping college kids have some more money for being good. That you're not. That doesn't imp- it maybe impacts their effort on the field. Yeah, but it doesn't not- impact the actual game. Yeah. They don't have magnets on their gloves that attract the football to the. I mean, I mean nowadays glove. with the sticky gloves, that's why it is pretty much easier to catch a ball. But that's not. cheating. But it has nothing well. to do. It's not a magnet. That's yeah. not cheating. Cheating is doing things outside of the rules of the games, mm-hmm. like steroids. People get fucking expelled because of steroids or betting so, on the game, like Pete Rose. So what- why do you think, like for example, baseball's this? Like, I was just thinking about it now. Like, the Patriots got caught with Spygate 1 or whatever, right? Should they get theirs taken away? What's the difference there? I just wonder, what's the difference? That you're literally cheating in-game. Instead of pre-game? Spygate... It's not as big of a deal as this. I I, I agree, but I, I can't put... I don't put, know how to explain it. I don't why, know how to explain it either. But I think everyone understands why. It's not like there's there's an uproar of people that hate Tom Brady and the Patriots, but there's not like a national uproar about like Spygate, like, oh, woohoo. Yeah. Everyone can do it. You can yeah. watch game films, the same shit as watching yeah. practice film. You're just seeing some plays. You're not literally miking like coaches somehow. Yeah, it's like, not like when the ball's in the air, you're like the ball's going to the left at this second. This is where... You're literally talking about split-second changes, and baseball is a split-second game. I think this is horrific. 
The like players that. should be suspended. You cha- by the way, you've changed your tune a lot in the last few days. You didn't think it was as bad until the last few days. I didn't think the trash canning's that bad. Yeah. Actually, I do. Sorry. It is bad, but there's a huge different level when you talk about like, yeah, we banged some trash cans too. Now we're wiretapping our players. Allegedly. They did. I mean, obviously, now it's pretty clear. <laughs> they did. No, no, even... now it's become, at first, it's like a rumor, but like, you look at the information that we're getting. Yeah. Um, where's, where is uh, Trevor Bauer tweeted about it saying, I've heard about this too. I, I can't find that tweet, but he also is selling buzzers and band-aids shirts for, for the Houston Astros. Trevor Bauer's uh, on the Reds now. He was on the Indians last year, right? I think so. Yeah, he was all over. He was, so when Jose Altuve's niece said that I've been told to stay quiet, but Altuve and uh, Bregman wore devices that buzzed on inside right shoulder from hallway video. All right, let's get it all out now. Trevor Bauer... Well, no, somebody else said they have heard this from multiple sources, and he, yeah. then he was like, I have also. And then, yeah, I've heard this from multiple parties, too, for what it's worth. That's because the baseball guy before him also said, I've heard it from, yeah. like, look up. It was a quoted tweet of this guy yeah. who said he's heard it from I'm multiple sure, sources. No, no, I, I did see that yesterday, but it, it is pretty bad. I mean, you can see the shoulder. Okay, bold. no one can see the pictures right now. So. <laughs> Go Google Altuve shoulder bulges and things like that. This is really, really bad. Yeah, it's bad. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They should be suspended for a year. The whole team that was playing should be suspended for a year. I don't care if you have to use a AAA team. or Baseball has a fuck ton of flares you can bring yeah. up. It's not like the NBA or NFL where it's going to be hard to fill the roster here. I agree. You have a AAA system. You're already paying the guys. Bring them all up. Maybe you find a hidden gem. It could be a blessing in disguise. But like, <laughs> like everyone needs to be suspended. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. I Unless mean, you can find proof that, that co- you weren't involved. Yeah. Like... A player be like, look, read my text. It's like, I used to text them saying, I don't want to be part of this. Don't put it on me. Like, unless you have some shit like that, you're suspended for the year. I, I completely agree. And I don't know what's going to be a fallout. I mean, baseball season's right around the corner. I don't, I, I don't think they do anything at this point. I, I really don't. I And I think... I disagree. There's going to be players suspended. You You'll do? See. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we just, go. Uh, MLB shift... Shifts on pe- on bands after player dies. Sorry, they're they're my band people after players die. I saw like shoeless Joe Jackson. Sorry, but I thought I thought it said thing, you know, I thought it said on our bottom line there that ESPN shifts plans on player bands. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens here. I can't wait for the first game when the Astros play someone and so, they're just literally I, a pitcher's going right to the fucking head. Yeah, There's going to be br- a lot of brawls this year. On the Astros side, Yankees, Red Sox, there'll be a lot of brawls there. It's, I actually think it's going to be a lot of fireworks and a really exciting baseball season because of this. Um, now former players are coming out and say Tony La Russa used to steal signs when he was the White Sox manager using a video system. Who knows if that's true? We have video evidence of this. So I really hate when like people go back 30 years ago and say that people used to do this in the 1970s against someone else. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks. Where's your evidence instead of just saying it? Yeah, well, I don't know. I just think they should all be suspended. I agree. I, I'm I agree. Going, we're going in circles here, but they, it's bad. They should all be suspended. I think it'd be... I think players in the MLB will be very outraged if they find out that 
managers around the league are getting fired, losing their jobs, losing money that goes to their families, and the players that did it, the ones that actually benefited off this and did this, would just be like, oh, you're fine. Dude, also, you're, you're right. saying you don't know, think anything's going to happen. Just wait. The, the story basically was brewing yesterday. The MLB's taking their time. Yeah, you're right. That's, I mean, it ha- it's not like it's been a week. It was yesterday. I know, but they did say they investigated if players wore buzzers and didn't find anything. Maybe they didn't have enough. Now they might have some more. Yeah, I mean, but that's my point. It started yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I mean, they, they didn't have enough when nobody was talking about it, but now you have multiple parties talking about it. Beautiful. Beautiful, really. Yeah, beautiful. That, yeah, it is. It is beautiful. <laughs> it's the shortest key line all he's done talking. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, it's, it is. Well, if What's beautiful? Actually, what's beautiful? Exactly. <laughs> you <don't know. laughs> he just says beautiful when he has nothing else to say. Yeah, I'm done. Beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Um, Beautifully said, Sam. Well, there's your Jose Altuve scandal. Um, this was part of our greater podcast, which is uh, the whole That Being Said podcast. After this, we'll be doing an Aaron Hernandez documentary, recording that here today. If you're on our full podcast, you'll see that. If not, just stay on this feed, and you'll see a bonus episode, Aaron Hernandez, uh, talking about the Netflix documentary the multiple murders that he had. It was a crazy story. Yeah. Um, if you're just here for the baseball podcast, you can find us at sonsports.com. That's S-O-N-T sports.com. Um, you can find all our social media there. You can uh, check out all our articles, read about this story there as well. Uh, like, review, share this podcast. You can find the podcast at pod that on Twitter and at that being said pod on Instagram. And uh, for those that are wondering, this was this should be episode two of our bonus episodes. One is the NBA All-Decade team. Two will be this. Oh, yeah. And three will be our Aaron Hernandez. Um, bonus episodes. What we mean by bonus episodes, one that might last a little longer than like three days. Exactly. Um, enjoy it. And if anyone wants to know, I said, sonsports.com, sontsports.com. But if you want to know what son stands for, George. What's that? It's Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Thanks for listening.